Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Virtual Studio, and uh, welcome to Women in Tech Wednesdays. For anybody who is joining us for the first time uh, in the studio, uh, I'm your host, uh, Noah, uh, London-based partner for IT Labs and, and founder of the Women in Tech Wednesdays initiative. Um, and really, the, the, the goal here is to, to shine a spotlight on amazing uh, women in tech, and in particular, female leaders. And on uh, the, 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 the series today, we have a very special guest. Now, just to, uh, to, to set the scene, everyone I'm sure will remember uh, in one of our earlier episodes, we had the wonderful Asna. Now, Asna, among many other amazing things that she's working on, many other talents, is actually the Dubai chapter lead for women in data, uh, as well as being a, a serial entrepreneur um, and a master data management and analytics uh, lead. Uh, and today we have none other than the founder and CEO of Women in Data. Um, so Sadie, it's an absolute pleasure having you and I'm really, really pleased that you could join us. Um, I'd love if you could just give a, an introduction a bit about you, uh, who you are and a bit about Women in Data as well. Yeah, well, thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be on the show because I really love what you're doing. You're such a great example of what an ally looks like in this space and setting an example um, for everyone here and just elevating the voices of women in the space. And I'm so happy you were able to have our Dubai chapter lead on. It's really the people in the women in data community that make it so special. So um, I'm just hoping I can live up to the great interview that she provided here today. So it, it truly is a pleasure to be speaking with you. As mentioned, um, I'm the founder and CEO of Women in Data. So we're an international nonprofit organization and our focus is to increase diversity in data careers. So we have representation in 30 different countries across the globe. And really what we're focused on is how do we not only get more people into the field, but how do we help those who are currently there have the support they need to stay in it, um, to be able to continually learn, grow, and then lead in these careers. Because as I'm sure you've talked about prior, um, we all need women leaders in this space, especially in this emerging technology that we have today. So it's my pleasure to be sharing a little bit more about that and um, looking forward to the conversation. Without a doubt, and then 30 countries, I mean, that's just amazing and, and shows, you know, the, the, the kind of incredible growth and, and, and the importance of, of what you're doing. And so, you know, tell me a little about the, the journey, the timeline, how did you get to, to doing this, this amazing work? How did this, how did this come about? Yeah, so in 2014, I was working in a neuroscience lab and really loved science. I loved the questioning, the curiosity, um, the ability to get facts and to steal information from that, but then realized that I didn't like working with rats so much, and I didn't like the prospects of where a career in academia left me. And so through Google search, I found the term data science and immediately fell in love. It was this new emerging field, and there were so much fantastic projects prospects about where the field was going. Um, and really just from my love of science, it was like, 
this is for me, like, yes, there may be some new skills I have to adapt and learn, but this is something that I want to do. And so I, you know, within two weeks, quit my job at the lab was like, I need to find a job working with more data. I changed from pursuing, going to pursue a PhD to just getting a master's and really approach the field just from a love and the prospect of opportunity that was in there. And it was when I got into my master's program, I looked up around me and said, where are all the women? This is crazy. It was only myself and one other woman. And I was like, this is not good. One, I'm going to need other women in this industry to be able to survive. But also the the opportunity in this field is so great. If we're not starting out with women being represented, what we're building women will be represented in, but also from a job aspect, the economic opportunity that's available to women will not be able to be taken advantage if they're not there. So it really just started with um, a local chapter in my city. I um, started with just one networking event. One person came to that first networking event and then brought two people. Um, so it came from very humble beginnings, but it was really just the dedication and the commitment to fostering the community that allowed more people to join in. Um, and has allowed us to be where we are today um, with just a really clear mission and a really strong community in terms of what we're driving forward within this space. That's excellent. I mean, that is the definition of, of being, you know, purpose-driven, being mission-driven, right? You know, you had one person come and, and, you know, you push forward and now 30 countries, right? And, and the, the the amount of impact and the amount of lives changed is it's just wonderful um so really really it's it's it's, it's inspiring to, to to hear that um i mean one thing i'd like to ask so you know often in this series we talk about you know why tech right why why pursue a career in tech ultimately but i, I want to steer that in the direction of data you know because we're, we're living in as as you said you know very interesting times where you know data is being described as, as a new gold right and whether whatever area whether vertical business you look at a data-driven approach is essential, right? If you want to to, to grow and scale and, and be successful. But I want to talk on a uh, the individual level. So for those who are looking to, to pursue a career path, which is going to be rewarding and where they can find success, why data? Yeah, so a couple reasons. One is all companies are soon, if they aren't already, will be technology companies, right? So in the US, we have uh, a pizza place that's a very standard chain, Domino's, like recently came out and said, you know what, we're not even a, a pizza company, we're a technology company. And why is that? It's because technology is a part of every single business operation. So I think we're going to get soon to the point where we stop talking about tech careers and just realize that it's all technology in terms of business and economics. And we're going to start to see that there's not a distinction between the two, it's just one. So first of all, just kind of broad scope, like everything that we are going to be doing from a work perspective is going to have a technical component. I mean, we look at like even manufacturing jobs, you're going to be working alongside robots, right? So there's a technical component to it there. And then if we take it a layer below that, what we see is everything within technology is really just data and algorithms. So just this last week, um, DeepMind, Google's research function, was able to create a 
deep learning model that was able to code and compete in a coding competition and ranked as an average score with other humans, right? So if you think about that, even really technical technical roles, right, now are able to be completed by algorithms and the data that we have available. So a lot of times we think about AI and that it will replace, you know, low skilled jobs, but it's the opportunity here is so much greater than that. And so I think if you really want to prepare yourself, not only for a career for the next two to five years, but really the next 20 years, you really need to be educating yourself on how the architecture of data works, how we drive information from it, the algorithms around it, because soon our world is about to be run completely by data and algorithms. And so I am here just to tell people like now is the time to get educated and to become aware of what's happening in this space. That is such a, a fantastic point you made there. And, you know, I, I think that making sure that people recognize that, you know, and they're not spending, you know, years learning things which are not going to exist by the time that they, they come to pursue it as a career, but they're looking at things, you know, from a sustainability standpoint, like, is this career going to last the, the test of time? And data is one of, the, one of the few things that we can say categorically will, right? Um, you know, without trying to predict the future here, because, you know, technology has been notoriously unpredictable in terms of the direction. Um, but this data-driven approach to business, I think those who are not embracing it now, which I don't think is many companies, they'll be left behind, you know? And so I, I think that's really important. But I guess one thing I would be curious about um, is how do we make that less intimidating because i think for some people and it's not exclusive to to, to women looking to do a career in tech i think it's you know a, a broader thing but a lot of people they hear that and they find it almost um almost a little bit intimidating in terms of pursuing that how do we make it more accessible how do we make it um less scary to, to, to pursue that career path yeah, so what we need is we need translators right so we've all gone on our own journey in this space and i for me personally what happened was, you know, you have terms like neural networks and, and deep learning, and they sound a little big and scary, but when someone's able to break it down really simply to you and correlate it to something you know already, right, it pulls off that scary factor of like, I can't understand this. And I think a lot of times we're notorious for this in technology of using big terms or scary terms or new terms that don't really make a lot of sense. But at the end of the day, nothing is new under the sun, right? So there's something that we can take and correlate it back to what we know as an individual. And that's why I'm such a big fan and proponent of if you are working in this space and you have the knowledge, please communicate and share it with others because really that knowledge transfer happens on an individual basis um, where you can explain to someone simply, they can ask questions back to you to get that insight. So I think it's really just a matter of all of us becoming translators so that we can disperse this information into what's accessible to individual people. This, this is incredibly important. You know, when it comes to, to knowledge transfer and actually that, kind of touches on something and it, and it connects with something which I really want to discuss which is mentorship and this is a this is a, a topic it's a, a theme which has come up a number of times in, in the series for good reasons right because it's so so important to 
to both be able to to mentor uh, people and to help them to get better and become the best version of themselves. Uh, but then it's also important to to recognize when a mentor could play a very important role in your journey and your path. And you know, you've kind of taken it one step further and and kind of inspired you know a massive uh, you know uh, audience, if you will, a, ma a massive um, on a large scale. You've kind of encouraged mentorship and and then you know inspiring others. Um, can you talk a little bit about mentorship? You know, what is your takeaway? What role has it played in your journey? And, and kind of what inspired you to to take it to that that next level? You know, and and really kind of um, mentor on a broader on, on a broader scale. Yeah. So mentorship has been key throughout my journey and continues to still be key, right? I have, I call it my personal board of advisors of people that I go to and get feedback and things on. Um, but one of the things I see from it is a, a couple things. One, let's talk about like a mentee and what makes a really good mentee. And then we can talk about a mentor. So I personally get pinged all the time on LinkedIn for people asking me to be their mentor, right? And I want to share a little advice of like, what's the best way to go about finding a mentor? We all want to have a mentor, right? We know the value of what a mentor is, but are we asking ourselves of what makes a really good mentee, right? And I think we need to understand that even as a mentee, you can provide value and that should be your approach to finding a mentor is like, what value am I providing back to this teaching because a lot of times mentors are taking time out of their schedule their free time to spend and invest in you so for a mentee really look at it from a perspective of like how can i provide value to this person but also how do i form a relationship and i think that's really the key aspect of it is how do i not only just take from somebody but really form a relationship where there's this mutual exchange and then from a mentor perspective, you know, it's the same way, right? We need to be sharing our knowledge and we know the benefits of it, but just know that you're probably going to get more out of that than you're going to give. So I have the pleasure through Women in Data's mentorship program that runs on a quarterly basis. I get to usually mentor like five to 10 people. And I swear every time I get to go through this experience, I get so much value out of the questions my mentees are asking, the inspiration that they're showing to me and their um, resilience and how they're able to achieve their career goals. And so I really just encourage mentors, like don't look at this as something like, oh, I've reached this pinnacle in my career and now I have to do this. This is an opportunity that's gonna help you continue to grow and learn. And so really finding those symbiotic relationships is what makes mentorship so strong um, and something that we really encourage and foster within the women in data community. We have the formal mentorship program, um, but also a lot of peer-to-peer peer mentorship. And I think there's a ton of value in that just in terms of, you know, how can I learn from others who are on the same journey with me, who are standing next to me, supporting me? Um, there's a lot of value from joining a community where you can get that support as well. I, I agree. I think that's incredibly important is, you know, relationship first, right? And, and, uh, and kind of recognizing it from both sides as well, I think is, is incredibly important. Um, and, and, you know, I want to stick back to uh, the, well, women in data, but also anything exciting outside of that. Is there anything in particular at the moment that you're working on? Anything exciting uh, that, that you'd like to share? 
Um, okay, so probably the coolest project I'm working on right now is with women in data, we are doing some trainings around blockchain, NFTs, the metaverse coming up in the next couple months. And from that, everyone who participates will be getting uh, an NFT drop. So they'll be getting that if they don't have one, you'll get the finally the cool profile picture where you can join Web3, right? Um, but really, I'm super excited about this of just being able to share knowledge and educate um, people on new emerging technology, how it applies to data careers. Um, so that's a super fun project that I'm getting to work on right now. That is super exciting, and uh, I, I won't dive too far into the the metaverse because uh, if I if I start yeah. talking about it, I won't stop. <laughs> it's a bit of a rabbit hole, but um, I will ask one question on it, which is that where do you stand? Because I hear, you know, I speak to a, a lot of kind of CTOs and, uh, and kind of VPs of engineering, really kind of you know senior tech leadership as a result of what I do. And um, I hear really, really kind of people are really torn on this one, right? On the one side, we have people that think it's kind of a blue sky thinking and, you know, the technology is not there and, you know, it's too abstract. And then on the other side, and I'm kind of leaning on this side, is that I think that we are going to have, you know, an environment which is virgin on being indistinguishable from reality, where the, you know, any time that we would have spent on a phone or, or a laptop, you know, which is for most of us, especially in tech, a, a lot of our, our day will be spent in the metaverse, right? And um, where do you stand? What's your kind of, uh, what's your outlook on this? Yeah, so my outlook is that we're in a version of the metaverse, metaverse light, right? I mean, we're talking right now on a screen, right? <laughs> Virtually, digitally in two different countries. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, been a part of VR, but you can only see the top half of people. It looks pretty much what it looks like here, right? So I think we have to understand that the metaverse is really just a term used to encapsulate that more of our lives, how we work and how we play will be encapsulated in digital space, right? How that looks, every company has their own definition, right? Meta has their own definition. Coinbase has their own definition, Roblox has their own definition, right? So how it shapes to be, I think, is still TBD. But I think it's important to understand that we're already here, right? We already work in a digital format. We already socialize much in a digital format, whether we expand it from a 2D space to a 3D space. Um, and how that how that comes to be, I think that's what we're all excited to see. But I'm more of a fan of like, hey, let's not let's not um, let's not stop change, but let's embrace change and create it the way that we want it to be. Oh, 100 percent. And I'll tell you, we'll have to do a, a follow up when the Women in Tech Virtual Studio makes it to the metaverse and people can, uh, <laughs> can <laughs> sit and witness that discussion in real time. We'll, we'll certainly have a, a, a kind of follow up and we'll see where that goes. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I think embrace it, see where it goes. And, and it's exciting. I mean, if there's one thing that it tells us is that there is incredible things happening in our industry and in technology is, uh, you know, as a whole so um excited to see where that goes and you know unfortunately we're coming to the end of our time um and um i, I want to finish on i want to bring it back to you and i, I want to talk about what your passions are so you know uh, it could be um in, in business it could be in your your career or it could be something completely different but what are you passionate about what are the key things that kind of get you out of bed in the in the morning 
Yeah, I mean, if I break it down to the simplest form is I just love to solve problems and create things, right? And when I create things, I want to create a more equal and compassionate future. And typically I use the tools of technology, right? I think we're living in a really exciting age where we have all this new technology emerging and we have easy access to it and easy access to information like never before. And so what gets me up every morning is the opportunity to create new, to solve problems and systems that haven't worked before and create a more equal and representative future where all can succeed and thrive. That was that was beautifully put. And, and you know, on, on that note, I highly encourage everyone, whether or not you're looking to uh, to mentor and, and support others, whether you're looking to pursue a career in data or whatever it might be, I encourage you you, you check out the amazing work um, that, that Sadie and, and all of her team around the world in 30 different countries are doing, um, because really it's amazing and you're an inspiration to so many. So really, really, really appreciate you having you, you join us um in the, the the virtual studio um and do you have any any kind of final thoughts for the audience any closing thoughts no i just want to say like now is the time if you're not in a data career or if you are in one continue to get educated continue to find community and mentorship and peer support because um the time is now and i i hope to work alongside you to create the future. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, and everyone will we'll be back next Wednesday um, with, with another release. Um, but I just want to say a massive thank you. Um, I hope you all enjoy this, this discussion as much as I did. And happy Wednesday. <laughs>